Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield. God's gift to rugby, gift a Bailu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Ladies and gentlemen, normally uh, on the show, I'll do a brief recap of what we've saw of seen so that we can go ahead and talk about what's ahead. And that is with my colleagues who are in the green room, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gift A. Baylou, Rugby's Gift to Mankind, a.k.a. The King, when, while they just hang out in the green room doing absolutely nothing productive, I'll do the work. But this time, since we only have the two matches, and you've probably seen a lot of the highlights, we're going to just have the highlights play over us. And I want to show some footage first of what, transpired in New England on the pitch after the final whistle because I was there. Check this out. Kalolo, you just played in the Eastern Conference Championship. You were a beast in that second half. What's going through your mind? Uh, just before we came out, um, the boys, we talked about uh, just nailing our own roles. And if we can do that, we can help the team out um, more than we, we would know. So it's just about nailing our own jobs and getting the details right. And yeah, just um, lucky enough to just nailing my own roles. So yeah. Well, you know, your role is not normally ball carrier, but you were taking that ball and destroying tacklers. <laughs> oh, just lucky they slid off, so... Uh, slid off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, credit to the boys, and just so grateful and um, blessed day. All, all the sacrifices the boys have made this season. Um, this is why we play it, and this is why we do um, sacrifices um, for this game that we love, so, yeah. And simultaneously, you've been selected by your country <laughs> to go represent your country as well. Yeah. So now, just grateful, like I said, just grateful for the opportunities, and um, we'll try and get the shield first before we think off um, down um, to my country. So yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Enjoy, my brother. Uh, cheers, Matty. Right. And wear your T-shirt. I get <laughs> I get heckled for wearing your T-shirt. I know that this is not a fun time right now because you lost. But what a what a match! Great for rugby, American rugby, and you, sir, are an American rugby story. What's going through your head? Yeah, uh, tough one, you know. Um, a lot of emotions going through, but uh, it was a hell of a season by the guys. Like a lot of build on and everything. Um, hats off to New York; they really played well. So, congratulations to them. Um, hope they go well in the final. It, when you were growing up as a kid, did you ever envision the fact that you would actually be? A caricature in rugby, a good a starter in a professional league, and have a T-shirt and a fan base that knows who you are as Eagle. Yeah, never. But... <laughs> no, never. If you told me when I started playing, this is where it take me. Like I'd laugh in your face, you know, and uh, think you're crazy. But uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. So what's next? I'll come back and try to do it all again. 
right, pretty cool stuff. But we'll take a quick break and bring in John Bradshaw Layfield and gift a Belu the king after this. Looking for your next vehicle? With Shee's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in-store. We make it easy with our award-winning service. It's easy at Shee. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. And we're back with John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, a.k.a. Johnny Spoons in rugby circles, and rugby's gift to mankind, Gift de Belu, or just King these days. He's down in Brazil. Uh, gift. Again, you're the wooden spoon winner in this postseason after having an exceptional run during the season, the regular season. And by the way, guys, this moment, uh, at this moment, we can announce that management has reconsidered the kerfuffle surrounding your picks. Uh, As it should have been. And yep. Gift, you have been awarded a win and one <laughs> loss taken away from you. But John, management would not do the same for you. See, so I, Gift, call, I call shenanigans. All right. <laughs> shenanigans. Formal complaint. Get shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. Shenanigans. And by the way, we have as much management as we have teleprompters, okay? <laughs> we don't have anything on this show. It's like just us and a bunch of computers and phones. That's all it is. And we don't have our guest this week because Nate Osborne, he of uh, Old We got Warren. our did you redo in case he came. Yeah, and, and he left us. He left us at the altar after talking a big game. So, so let's <laughs> let's talk about last week because there was only the two matches: the Western Final and the Eastern Final. And in the Western Final, Seattle smoked Houston. And gift. This was another one of your petty, nonsensical picks. You you talked about petty and oh blah blah blah. But you got to pick. You got to pick with your head. And Houston got destroyed by a six foot puffin. For one, we had a Houston team that was just not acting the way that they were supposed to be. All right. They didn't act up. They didn't step up to the plate like they normally do. But look, I said it actually at the beginning. Seattle was going to enter into this with a movie style playoff. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe nothing once L.A. was out because I thought that changed the dynamics and it was already going to make it nice and weird. But I did say this was going to be a movie style entrance into the playoffs for Seattle. And apparently they took that a little bit more literally than I expected it to be. And so as a result... Hey, we see what we got in there. Seattle went wet side gangster. And I say gangster because uh, West it's, side it's, gangster. Yeah, I, I emphasize the ease and auras on this one, not to confuse it with anything else. But West side gangster drive by murking San Diego and, and Houston. And uh, yeah, it speaks a lot to just how far the West was between Austin and LA and literally everybody else. Just, just everybody else. The fact that Seattle had to luck into the playoffs and then start doing work. Just, you could, just speaks volumes. Have you considered running for office? Because you can talk <laughs> and absolutely say absolutely nothing that anybody can fully understand. But you look, you, you, you're after you're done. It's like, oh, there had to be something in there that I just missed. I don't know what you're talking about. I just know that I spoke words of wisdom to speak to Seattle's run and getting into the playoffs for the 50th time in the history of MLR. John, you got uh, you got anything you want to add to that? I mean, he pretty much nailed it. Seattle suffocates people. They play like a really good Saracens team. 
Saracens always played. You know, it's like the old Midwest football, three yards in a cloud of dust. And all of a sudden, the Florida teams came along and started running the ball. It's like South uh, Hemisphere rugby. Houston scores in clumps. They make great breakaways. They did that. But you, it's hard to beat a team like Seattle because they just they simply do not make mistakes. They simply suffocate teams. And that's exactly what they did. And I thought they played a great game of rugby, just like they played against the Giltinis for the end of the season to, to get into the playoffs after the Giltinis and the uh, Austin team got caught allegedly cheating. And by the way, it was great rugby, and the production crew was could possibly be worse than a high school football game. That was the worst production I've ever seen in television history. We had that other match, the Eastern Conference Final, where we had New York go up to the Flapjackals in Quincy, and that's a tough place to play. And what happened? New York comes back from being down 10-0 and wins it. Unbelievable, unbelievable match, unbelievable setting. I'm almost sad to see that that final won't be played in that stadium. It's so cool, the atmosphere, they nailed it. Uh, but New York put on a very good show against a very good team gift. I give New York a lot of credit for coming back in that second half. Uh, you know, it, it really was a lot of ground and pound. But there was something that I kept noticing whenever I was watching the game. And really what stood out was, one, New England's defense, until it broke for those two tries in almost back-to-back -back series. Like, it went a, that defense was a wall, and that actually concerns me with New York a little bit moving forward. Just how powerful they actually can be over the over over time, because it just did not feel like there was a lot of movement. And on top of that, it was I don't know. It it, it just it, it lacked a burst that you'd feel that comes from a championship team. That being said. Hey, it was, it was a good game. It was a nice close game. Low scoring, like you didn't expect it to be, and. <laughs> And what can you say? Like, you, you hate to you hate to credit New York with anything. Look, look, I uh, give New York the credit for 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 doing you said, for finishing the like, job. You can't completing what you're supposed to, but you can't get it out. Look, look, look. I put it. I put it there. New York, you did it. But man, this was this was kind of an underwhelming win. It, even despite underwhelming the, the score, win, it's underwhelming. an underwhelming win. The score does not speak to what the game was. The game it was, was not electric. True, it, was, it was not electric. I was it there. Was, it was electric. It, it was not electric. I was watching it. I go off the TV product, not the in-person. You have all the live music that was going on. That's distracting to it. Just watching the game itself, just watching the game itself, I thought New York looked slow. And I thought that was a little bit concerning to me because if Seattle, as quick as they are, as smothering as they are, like you can't be slow in that game, especially a championship game. So how's that internet yeah. speed down in Brazil? I thought New York played well, but I've said all along, I agree with Jeff to the fact that New York plays just enough to win. And they've done that their whole season. They, they played to their competition, which has been great when they play against a great team. And it's been bad when they play against a bad team. But I thought New York did enough to win. But I also thought that New York dominated most of the game. I, I think the, the championship is going to come down to Heighton versus Altimu because New York just doesn't make many mistakes. Uh, Seattle doesn't make many mistakes. And I thought New York played a phenomenal game. They shut down a very, very aggressive free jackal team. Those guys, man, they, they push the field vertically in spurts. And they run great angles. And New York was able to shut them down. I thought it was a terrific rugby game. So, John, to your point, you actually you actually made some sense, and you brought up 
AJ Alatimu, who had an unbelievable game for uh, for Seattle, and everybody said that that was the that was the weak position for them this year, the, the number ten position. And in the last five six weeks of action, he has just gotten better and more comfortable. Right. He is a field general for that team. He's running everything, and he doesn't miss a kick. He doesn't miss a kick from every angle. From every angle. And, and also ball in hand, he's like a wrecking ball. He's, you know, he's. And I don't know who the kid was that kicked from uh, the, the free jackals, but that kid kicked one from the other parking lot. Yeah. What a leg. You know that, that curved in just like. Oh, right that cur- oh. Wow. Yeah, and it would have been good for 10 more meters. Well, you, they had. The, and There's the kid, some great uh, talent in Major League Rugby. You know, it's great. It's great to see. That's why I wish the TV production was better. But it's some great talent to see. But, yeah. you know, speaking of kicks, Sam Windsor off the bench made those two conversions on those tries from those impossible angles under unbelievable pressure, getting booed and jeered by the entire New England crowd. And he nailed both those kicks. The second one put them eight points on top. That's right. That was huge. And it was into it was a strong win. Unbelievable. That was the kick of the year. No doubt about it. So and that's. So Jack Hyten's got a, a leg issue where he is not kicking. He's starting. He's playing at fly half, but he can't kick for points. So Jason Emery has been handling the kicking. Last week, he was five for five. He was perfect. This week, he missed the first one, the penalty goal, but then he nailed the, his, the rest of his kicks, and then Windsor off the bench. I mean, they've got three guys that are very good kicking, and that could be the decision or the, the, the decision maker for this match. And we're going to come right back and talk about the match. We'll be right back. Rugby Now, delivering premier brands to players and coaches, our quality and heritage make for a winning presentation. Your orders are guaranteed same-day shipping. Drop by our online store and follow us for exclusive content. RugbyNow.com Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. back guys we're basically out of time but we've got to cover this last match it's new york at home red bull arena minus four john i thought the game uh last week was going to be the game of the year and, and i think it was uh, new york and goes up in the free jackals they play a phenomenal game of rugby it highlighted how good major league rugby is some terrific kicking some incredibly physical play i think this game could outdo it. I think this game's going to be amazing. Seattle does not make mistakes. They suffocate people. It's the old three yards and a cloud of dust, the old Midwest Nebraska football where they just simply beat you up. And then you have New York, who's almost a carbon copy on the other side. This is going to be an incredible physical game. It's going to come down to kicking, I believe, and field position and maybe a little luck. I'm going to go with New York at home. Forget they're going to win the game and they're going to cover the four points. King, it's no secret that I'm not a hugest fan of either one of them, but um, I have to give them credit of hold them on, getting hold on. Give, give just one second. Full disclosure, because of the, uh, the the record adjustment, 
you and I are tied right now. Yep. We are tied. And that means you need to be very careful with your pick here. Look, these are both really two hard-nosed teams. And what I really give a lot of credit to is in their defense. Uh, like I said, New York is probably some of the least impressive offense in terms of dynamic that I've seen uh, or among that I've seen in the playoff teams. But their defense is a straight solid wall. It's a wall. They get where they need to fast. Seattle, much the same. I give them a little bit more credit on, on offense, but it also could be because, again, I, the West is questionable. Uh, but in this one, I'm going to probably lean on the home team in this. I think oh. Seattle's run again. I know. It's two times straight, but we're entering over into the East what Coast. About now, Can't you say something about Petty and then pick, There's nothing Petty on this one because not, neither of these teams have really any real history with each other. They, they, they don't have any real history. There's not a cross-country rivalry. Seattle is not equivalent to New York in any way. This is this is your your best comparative match you could ask for because it's purely going to be what's on the field. There's nothing around it. There's no weather. Uh, 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 John looks no weather totally advantage. confused right now. There's John no is- weather advantage. There's no there's no player advantage. There's no emotional advantage. This is a neutral ground championship match. On that note, we're basically out of time, but uh, I'm going to pick, pick New York. Pick New York. Go ahead. Pick New Go York, ahead. but I think Seattle might cover the spread. I think they might cover the spread, but I'm picking New York to cover the spread and minus the four points. So basically what you matters. said about Seattle means nothing. I think nothing. the travel matters. The travel <laughs> matters. On that note, I want to thank WWE legend John Bradshaw, Layfield, the Johnny Spoons and Rugby Circles, and Gift A. Bailu, Rugby's Gift to Mankind, and The King. And thank you for tuning in. And please check out our other shows, including Major League Rugby. Rucky, it's all love. And, and please but check out our fight. other shows. No, it's not, Rucky. We hate you. And please check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly and the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe you button on YouTube. The show and please sign up newsletter. And please, please, please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. Are we done?